Hello, horrible people. <laughs> Welcome to Death by Podcast, the best horror movie podcast in the graveyard. I am your host, Adam. That's your other host, Evan. And right off the bat, I'm going to tell you guys, I have COVID. I am not feeling good, but luckily Kevin and I do this uh, podcast via Zoom. So I'm going to um, I'm going to battle my way through this this whole thing because uh, otherwise I'd just be sitting here staring at the wall. So thanks for tuning in, uh, and thank you ahead of time for putting up with my voice. Uh, this is episode 49, and today uh, and Kevin had the letter P. So he chose, uh, under my strong arming, almost Phantasm, 1979. And we're going to get into that. But before we do that, we are going to talk about some things. Kevin, I'm going to tell you right off the bat, I got to thank you for your pizzazz. If you guys, <laughs> if you guys listened to our Little Shop of Horrors episode from like three weeks ago or so, we had a little, little discussion about a nice little pizza maker called the pizzazz. And... I, my, the gas company shut my gas off for like two weeks. And all of a sudden I walk outside one day and Kevin had mailed me or had one of his minions drop off. Who dropped it off, by the way? Uh, a friend of the show, Katie dropped it off. Oh, Katie did? Yeah. <laughs> I did not know that. Thanks, Katie. <laughs> uh, so yeah, there was a pizzazz at my door and that, uh, that thing is awesome. I mean, it'll cook like, it'll cook anything. I cooked I experimented and I made the video. Yeah, you were doing things I never even thought to cook on, man. But yeah, it was uh, <laughs> it was cool. I'm glad you're enjoying it. I mean, I made like eggs and and uh, pizza and I don't even know. I made everything. Burgers. When he, yeah, we needed the eggs. I was like, oh shit. The egg wow. was crazy, but that what an awesome little machine. So go back and listen to us talk about pizzazz. But Kevin, thank you so much. That was really awesome. I also want to give top of the show a shout out to my friend uh, Josh who. Is a listener to the show, friend of the show, and he got me some groceries during this COVID time and uh, had them delivered to my house. So that was really cool. Thank you, Josh. Uh, this is not a fun thing to have, and I'm not breaking any ground, but luckily it could be a lot worse. Luckily, I'm vaccinated and boosted and all that stuff and got it at this point rather than early. But you guys, be, be careful. I mean, it's, it is not fun. I'm hopefully at the tail end of it. The beginning was some of the most pain one of the most painful nights i could ever remember uh with the headache and stuff so anyway i have a bunch of what'd you watch but you had some news you wanted to share before we get into that yeah yeah there's there's a bunch of news this week one is uh they're uh they're doing uh spirit halloween the movie what yeah <laughs> like what is that what is that <laughs> i don't know it's starring christopher lloyd though and i tell you what oh every, all these websites are like <laughs> What is it? Whatever. And I don't know that this is going to be like, I remember that they had the same reaction to Lego movie, but the Lego movie was yeah. like a big deal. Also like there, I remember, I don't know if it was a goosebumps movie before the Jack Black movie. The fact that Christopher Lloyd signed on, he does a lot of like straight to DVD kid yeah. stuff. Okay. You know what I mean? That like, you don't even know exists. I'm like, and even so like, Hey man, if it's called spirit, like whatever, like, but everybody's like, Oh, look, and there's a lot of, idiots on the internet that yeah. like who cares what it's called what if it's a cool movie and it's just called spirit halloween like what you know i mean for those, it takes place in a spirit halloween store you know i didn't realize that spirit halloween store was i th for some reason i thought it was local but it's not i i guess not no i, I mean, mean it's for people who don't know spirit halloween stores are like the coolest biggest uh chain of halloween stores out there that's really weird that they're doing 
I don't know. That's a cool concept, I guess. Yeah. Could be. I, it could be uh, something. Christopher Lloyd, though, he 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 recently got cast in Star Wars. Uh, I don't know if it's the next season of Mandalorian or Obi-Wan or something. He's in, He's going to be in something. But up until lately, he's just been producing stuff as far as I know. I mean, and he does all that weird straight to DVD stuff. Too. Sure. He's cool. Yeah. I like Christopher Lloyd. He's nice. I got to do a Q&A with him. Oh, really? Time. For yeah, what? I, I got booed. Um, so they had a Back to the Future anniversary. I've that movie theater by my house has all these big events. Um, and I think it was for the 30th anniversary. I'm not sure. Marty. It was yeah. It was so basically <laughs> they were having a screening of the movie, and they had a signing, and he was there. Leah Thompson was there. I think Biff was there. That's cool. Um, and uh, Strick, Strickland was there. Yeah, they did. A, they did a whole panel, and then they did, a, and they did a signing before that. My buddy, I didn't bring anything to get signed. My buddy got the hat from Back to the Future Two. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mar- got that hat. signed. Yeah. I wish I would have done that. Um, but I got to ask him a question, and I got booed, which I think is stupid because some of the questions that what did you get asked? What did you What did you ask? I asked, was like to work with Hulk Hogan in Suburban Commando, because <laughs> I was they, like, I want I want booed. to ask him something he doesn't get like a lot yeah sure and yeah people booed me booed you like, why like because of the question yeah and i'm what? like what do you mean yeah i think they thought i was making fun of them because suburban commando is so stupid everything's suburban commando uh maybe when it first came out when I mean, hulk hogan was like popular yeah do you think they booed stupid. you because of hulk hogan i don't know maybe like was this I, got, after, I got booed and i'm like really and hulk? christopher lloyd was just like i mean i didn't get like you know shit thrown at me or anything but yeah. there were a couple of boos and like uggs and i was like what the fuck yeah shut the fuck I mean, up Maybe it's like hey we're here for back to the future don't bring up i mean no. i guess I, I guess what if i would have brought up like you know what was danny devito like in one flew over the cuckoo's Night? you know like yeah. i guess it makes sense we're there for back to the future or a taxi but, question or something like that like yeah but i wanted to get asked him something that he doesn't get asked a lot and he was like he was nice it was it was a good day he answered your question really and yeah he was like he was a nice guy i mean you know Man, that, that's just them. like those people who, who, if you're listening to this and you were one of those people that booed Kevin, go fuck yourself. <laughs> because but, like, like on a normal day, I'd say go fuck yourself. But also when somebody gets creative and asks like a question outside of the box when you're at, that's a perfect example. Like every question he gets is for back to the future. Yeah. So if you get some, if I saw him, I would absolutely ask him something. Like, mine would be like taxi. It would be like, or, or, you know, something like that. But you know what's like, funny he he created so, even with all the other questions even like the stupid questions and i think this isn't like every interview i've seen him in he's not like a, oh i'll tell you a story like he's like he was nice yeah it was cool like he hasn't but he's not being a prick because like someone else asked him i remember and this didn't get booze somebody asked him when the blu-ray was coming out for for, <laughs> for what? back to the future back oh. to the future the blu-ray hadn't been released yet and they weren't they hadn't even announced it but yeah. like Somebody asked him when the Blu-ray was coming out, and he's like, uh, "I'm not really in charge of that." Yeah, <laughs> shut up, jeez. But like that, did you? But like, he could have been a real prick about it, yeah. you know? Like, and yeah, he, he's just like, yeah, "Do I look know. like <laughs> someone that handles?" That? I mean, yeah, I've seen him get interviewed and go like, "Yeah, this is the role of a lifetime. It changed my life. I'm so happy. People love it." Like, I've seen him go into it about that, but yeah. in other Q and A's, yeah, he's really like, "Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, it was neat." whatever yeah, like yeah but yeah, yeah so- dude, i remember like because that's what i always do i remember it just makes me think of when i asked uh uh brian bendis the comic book writer yeah i put him on the spot during a q a and asked him an off the wall question like that and like the whole thing just stopped you know it was just like and i was like what we're here like not everything needs to be like 
sucking the guy's what, dick. What did you like, ask him? It's kind, it's a convoluted story, but at the time he was writing, it was during like the his Avengers run, his new Avengers stuff and all that. Yep. And Norman Osborn was like becoming the head bad guy in the universe. And he had this guy behind him all the time in the shadows. He was like his muscle. Nobody knew who he was. Yeah, I remember that. And it was all, you'd always see Norman Osborn in the shadow. And I was a huge fan of the Sentry, who he had brought back. Um, I hated the Sentry. Oh, man. He's one of my favorites. But like, I, I asked him point blank. I was like, the guy in the shadows, it's the Sentry, right? <laughs> and he was like, it was supposed to be a, a secret re- yeah. reveal eventually. And he's like, he stood there and it was just dead silence, like crickets. He's like, and then finally he's just like, uh, read the book. And I was just like, you son of a bitch. Uh, I was like, thanks. That answers it. It's him. And then afterwards, after the panel, I actually ran into him. I was like, hey, man, sorry if I put you on the spot. He's like, ah, don't worry about it. It's the century. I was like, yeah, I knew it. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, dude, I just I have a big problem with fans that like it's like they're only fans of the mainstream thing. And when when you throw something else at them, that's not they're like, what? What is that? Get out of here. Anyway, you got more news? Uh, yeah. Trailer came out for Stranger Things season four. Ah, I'm glad you brought it up. Did you watch it? I didn't. Uh, did you? I did. Do you like I'm, Stranger I'm, Things? I like it, to, but like it's one of those shows where if it got canceled, like I, I, I wouldn't care at all. Well, I think this is the final season. I could be. Wrong. I think they're doing. They may. I think they're doing five. Oh, okay. This is. Four. I don't know. Okay. I really, really didn't like the second season, and I, I like this third season better. But I'm still like, eh, yeah, whatever. I love, I think that, you know, there's a lot of stuff that try, I think we might've mentioned this, but like there's a lot of stuff that tries to catch that eighties vibe and fails miserably. This show, I, I feel like gets it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Especially with the music and the, the original music, like the score and the music that they use. I don't remember season two. Season one was great. I don't remember two very much. Three. I really loved because of Billy, the older brother. Yeah, He was the best. I liked yeah. him a lot. And he made me think like what you were saying is they get the eight. Cause you know, you'll see like 80s stuff and it'll be it'll be 20 things from the 80s that people wouldn't have worn. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like at the same time or, yeah. you know, like the, certain people, will, you know, wore like leather jackets with spikes. But, the, you know, they right. didn't also wear like parachute pants like, you know, I it did. was just at the, both of them. No, <laughs> no, I, I wore a parachute pants. I mean, they, that's the thing. Some people wore parachute pants, but they didn't also have like a mohawk. No, you know, I mohawk. And, and they don't overdo it. Like yeah. Billy, I he looked like he was from the eighties. Billy was his character was yeah spot in his car and just everything about him. Yeah, and his hair. His like hair, they didn't. His hair was the bomb. They didn't overdo his hair, like right. and make it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when when they do that, they did it like how you actually did it. You know? Yeah. the uh, The trailer looks really good though. It's um, it looks like it might have more focus on Billy's sister and what happened with Billy. We were talking about aliens on the Patreon podcast. And it made it triggered in my brain. Paul Reiser's in this new season. Oh, neat! I like he, Paul Reiser. I haven't seen him in forever. Uh, and it looks like they finally gave up until this point the villain, or there hasn't really been a villain. It's just been like a a monster or whatever. I guess yeah. you could call that the villain. But we see it's almost like minions that are constantly coming out of the the under what's it called the underwear or the um, uh, the upside down upside down. But in this trailer, it looks like they're personifying the the villain the evil and it's like there's like a actual like person demon looking thing with instead of just a a, like a rabid dog that demon dog or whatever uh so that looks cool and i'm i'm wondering if that is going to end up being billy 
in there in that body or something i don't know but yeah no it looks great i'm excited i really dig that show winona ryder man i i really like what she's done in that yeah she's great yeah what else news any zombie watch yeah that was actually like the other news actually ties into zombie watch big casting news oh shit wait for the for monsters yes can i guess i don't know but i'm can i guess sure all right it's not eddie Eddie, oh, that's right. We haven't seen Eddie Munster. Yeah, we, there's been no trace of Eddie. So who are we missing? We've got we've got Herman, we've got Lily, we've got Grandpa. Are those the only three that they've announced? Some stupid yeah. ass neighbor, right? The neighbor guy. Well, they've announced other people, but nobody from like the main cast. Like, uh, was it Marilyn is the niece, right? Oh, have is we it, have they announced? All right, is it? No, they right. haven't. No, it's not her. All right, so they announced Nicole Kidman is going to play Marilyn. They did it announce that? No, I'm guessing. This is my guess. Oh no, no, they didn't <laughs> announce Marilyn. It's. It's another it's another bit part. It's a, oh, okay. it's another like it's like, De Niro. De Niro? You got De no, Niro? it's no uh D. Wallace is being oh, as, really that's cool. As I guess the host I as a the host of Good Morning Transylvania. Really? So seemingly there's gonna be a TV show that somebody's on. Within the show, yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be like a Good Morning America type show. Yeah, yeah. Good morning, um, Transylvania. She's probably gonna be it's probably gonna be I mean probably gonna be something Lily's watching in the living room you know, or like in like in the kitchen like a reoccurring thing i'm telling you man that just adds to the fucked upness like i love d wallace and not not that she is a sign of something weird to come but i'm telling you man this show is going to be so terrifying <laughs> it's going to be one of those shows it's like it's going to be presented as not as like a what is it pg it's pg like a pg here's a pg movie but it's going to be rated x and it's like behind the curtain like uh, like it's going to be so gruesome and gross and weird <laughs> but people won't see it they won't realize that that's what they're watching it'll be totally subliminal okay tell whatever you say I, i'm telling you i think it's going to be I'm telling you it's going to be disturbing so I think, disturbing i think it's going to be lighthearted fun <laughs> lighthearted fun. <laughs> oh my god i love it what else you got they um, cast, they, that's crazy they haven't cast any monster yet yeah, yeah, it's wild. I mean, what are you um, gonna do? It's gonna be a kid. We won't know. So anyway, no, maybe they'll cast a real werewolf. Who knows? That's pretty much it. Okay. I let's see. What'd you watch? What you said you watched something? Yeah, I did. Yeah. What'd you watch? I watched uh, two things. Uh, one was I watched the first episode of Cursed Film season two. Of what? Oh, Cursed. Cursed Films. Yeah, which is the Wizard of Oz. Oh wow! Yikes! Um, yeah, and they they released the list of of the rest of the movies, but the wizard of Oz one was really awesome. Was it? it? Yeah. It's cool because they cover all the stuff, you know, that, you know, you think about like that or that you hear about, like the original tin man almost died from the like, a different actor that almost died from the paint that they painted him with. Oh, wow. Yeah. All sorts. And they explain like what happened and why they did, you know, but like the, the little person, the munchkin that hung himself in the background. Yeah. That's really funny because what I like about the show is, is it really, I always thought it wasn't official. Is it, was it really? Well, what's funny is like, I, I would have always been like, no, it's not real. I always said it was, but, a, it was a goose. Well, here they break it down. There's different cuts. Okay. There's a version with the goose that they went in and reshot. Oh, really? With like a bird where that is. Yeah. Yeah. There's another version with a guy that is, you know, with the, where the goose isn't there. Like okay. there's that, that shot of them walking with the bird there. It they went back and reshot that later to, to and edited it back in. Uh, but what's funny is like they interview a bunch of people and they interview this one guy who's like, no, it's total bullshit. 
Okay. It's this, this is what happened. He breaks down like why it's bullshit. It makes a really good case. But then they are, they also have this other guy who I've seen in movies. He's really great. I think he owns a video store and he's like, no, it's definitely real. He's like, you have to have the right copy. He's like, I have one. And he's like, here's the, he puts two TVs next to each other. And he's like, here's the one with the goose. Here's the other one. Clearly this, what is that? Like that's something. And that's not, (laughs) he's like that. I'm convinced that's what that is. And like, I don't know. It's funny because there's the whole thing about like, no, well, clearly that's, that's probably bullshit. But then why would you change? Why would you go back in and read? Exactly. Like that's the, and unless it was just to get away from the visual talk. So it changes. I don't know. Maybe, but like, yeah, it really, so it's still, it's, there's not like the episode doesn't give you a definitive answer. It's still ambiguous. Yeah. It's kind of ambiguous. They don't come out and say like, it's basically which one of these two guys do you believe? Which means that like, I wonder when that the one that they changed to the actual goose or whatever, the bird, Mm-hmm. I wonder when that version of, of it came out. Like, when did they change that? Well, there's only one. So they, there's a million different reprints of the VHS, you know, like yeah. they've had different ver- whatever. There's only one. It's the first VHS release, like the first version of the VHS that it has it. That has it, the, the guy, the actual guy. Hanging. Yeah, because VHS really like you couldn't back in the day when a movie came out. That was it. Unless you saw unless like they put it back in theaters. Yeah. You, you know, you'd see it then. But like VHS, what really like people weren't buying VHS tapes until right. like the late 80s, you know, there's two. Check it out. It's cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, basically, there's one cut of it. And it might explain why they didn't. That's the other thing. Like, why would they why would they even release that VHS? You know, yeah, unless like, they it's got to be one of those things like an urban legend that like the original, original, original VHS. All of a sudden, somebody saw in the background like, hey, what is that? And then it turned into this story of like, it's a midget, yeah. it's a little person that sorry it's a little person that <laughs> hung themselves that story gets going the studio gets wind of it and they're like hey we need to stop people saying talking like this so they edit it to a bird but they edited the bird so it still looks like someone's hanging back you well know yeah saying? but it's but this thing's in front of it's it's weird it's i don't know it's like why i don't know watch it and see what yeah, you think I'll um definitely check it out definitely what's that on? and it's on uh shutter shutter it, yeah, it's it's a, it's one of the better it's one of the better episodes. Of, I'll uh, check it out. Oh, I love ahead. that. I love that movie. And I just rewatched it like a few months back. Uh, I'm, I'm interested to see that because of that. It, I love it's it. It's very good. Yeah, it's cool. yeah, it's it's really good. And yeah, the other they, they also released the other movies. OK, Um, it's Stalker, which I don't know. Stalker. Uh, Rosemary's Baby. Ooh. and those two are available now. Uh, but episode five is Campbell Holocaust. Cannibal Holocaust. I've never yeah. seen that. Have you oh, seen here that? we go. It's the Serpent and the Rainbow, which I oh, don't know uh, what that is. Serpent and Rainbow is um, fuck. What's uh, what's the president's name in Independence Day? Bill Pullman. 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 So it's Pullman, and it's about voodoo zombies, like the voodoo version. Yeah. Uh, he he's like a writer or something, and he goes investigating whether this is an actual thing that happens, and it ends up happening to him. Dies and comes back. It's a crazy Serpent and the Rainbow. Yeah, pretty sure that's the one. I haven't seen it in since I was a kid for some reason, but <clears throat> Rosemary's Baby, Wizard of Oz, and Stalker are out now. And Stalker, Serpent in the Rainbow is next, and then Campbell Holocaust. I wonder if Stalker is that uh, it's a sword and sword and sorcery movie. Stalker. I wonder if that's it. I wonder if it is. That's awesome. Cool. I'm gonna check those out. What else? Do you watch something else? Um. Yeah. Uh. This isn't. I. I, I feel like this is still a horror movie. Um, yeah. It's definitely not labeled one, but it's not crazy when you watch it through that lens. I watched uh, Private Child 2 because 
Gilbert Problem Godfrey Child. Died. Problem Child. Problem Child Two. Yeah. Specifically. I'm glad yeah. you brought that up. Because uh, Gilbert Go Godfrey died. Yeah. I, I mean, he's not not everybody liked him. I thought he was fucking hilarious. Yeah. Um, I've always liked him, and yeah, Problem Child One. I I've seen a bunch. I mean, I haven't seen him in years. <laughs> a horror and, movie. <laughs> but the second one. I watched a lot more <laughs> and I feel like the second one is a lot like home alone. where like in the first one. He's like mischievous. He's like yeah. advanced the mass type. I mean, but he's still like, he's way worse than the home alone kid. Yeah. In the first one in the second one, they like bring it to 11, man. Really? Like, Oh yeah. Like there's a scene where he's playing, <laughs> he's playing baseball with, uh, you know, he's on like a little league team. He, he like, I think he swings. Yeah. He swings the bat and like loses it, you know? And, and this, coach is just like hold on to the bit like and and everybody on, on the other team's making fun of him and the whole thing is like hold on to the bat you have to hold on to the bit so like then he hits the ball and then when he runs the bases he beats all the kids around the bases with his bat <laughs> <laughs> like, that's awesome i mean it's a, it's played like a cartoon but like the shit yeah. he does in that movie is like fucking wild man i've never seen one of those movies and i've always wanted to john ritter's in those too right yeah, he's the dad. He's the main guy. Yeah, he's great in him too, man. Like, he's, uh, he, I feel like it would be hard to do a, a character and have sympathy for this guy when his kid is this fucking rotten. Yeah, but like you're the dad. What the fuck, man? Yeah, but he he's he makes it work. And like where you even feel bad for the kid. Really? Well, the kid's an orphan. He's you know. Yeah. Oh, okay. And so he's he adopted. adopted. Kid, oh. Yeah, he he gets adopted in the first one, and John so Ritter's white. Might be like Satan rotten. for all you know. You yeah. should watch these, man. You know, I will. you got COVID, you're laying, for, laying around, yeah. watch both of them. <laughs> Is Godfrey in both of them? Yeah. When Godfrey died, my brother texted me. He was like, you should watch, because I watched, um, there's a documentary on Peacock about yeah. uh, Godfrey. Really good documentary. I didn't know. But anyway, my brother, I told him about it, and he was like, you should watch Problem Child. I've, I've like, actually been meaning to watch that. Uh, <clears throat> the documentary is really good. I didn't realize Godfrey was as dirty as he was. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, yeah. He's like one of the top dirtiest. Yeah. But along with that, he was also a big horror movie fan, like classic Universal. And he was on Sven Gulli all the time. And you guys know I'm a huge Sven Gulli fan. They were like, like really good friends, those two. So, yeah, it was really. And plus, we grew up with Gilbert Gottfried, you know, like, yeah. I mean, he was in everything. He was in all the kids movies. He was where just... would we have seen him first? I was trying to think, like, why did I as a kid know Gilbert Gilbert Gottfried? I knew him from the prop child movies um but like other people probably saw him in aladdin I've never seen um that. i don't know what he, it was. he he plays a parrot in aladdin he was like classic and he was he was just like there he's been around in the in the entertainment sphere for decades uh but the documentary is crazy like giving you insight into who he how he was i guess rest in peace gilbert godfrey what else you got anything else no that's it for news so i watched um just a couple things the Walking Dead. So this is in their final season right now, and they're dividing it into three chapters. And <laughs> and uh, chapter one, chapter two just ended. So I watched the finale, the whole thing, but I watched the finale of chapter two, uh, and then it comes back later on this year. And it's like we went through like three or four seasons of like really shitty stuff, and I love that show. I haven't watched it since season two. Man, I I've been watching it since day one, and the first. I'd say the first four or five seasons are like really solid. And then especially if you're a fan of the comic, it translates like almost verbatim, but then it went off weird and most of it was acting bad. But anyway, then it, it went through a few seasons of just absolute garbage. 
but the last season or two have been really good. And especially this one, like they upped their game big time. You can tell like there's people, there's like consequences and they, there's people dying that you're like, holy shit. Like I thought that character would stick around, which walking dead was kind of like before there was game of thrones, at least in, well, in the comics, that was what was cool about the comic. Walking dead set that standard of like, no one's safe. If you're, if you, if, if, if you want to go back and check it out, I think this, especially this final season, it's, it's pretty good. Also, I finished Chucky finally. Oh yeah. You were, yeah. We really, you got, whenever you get a chance to catch up, we need to do like a whole show on just the movies and the show, but the show man is just fucking great. Make sure you watch. What is it? The AMC version or whatever. Yeah. Um, I think it's sci-fi and, um, Oh yeah. Okay. I don't, I, yeah, I I didn't realize I had got the TBS version. (laughs) Until like halfway through, I'm like, this isn't that bad. What the fuck? Yeah. Everybody... They just and... edit out the F-bombs in the in the TBS version. But it's solid, man. And it's, you know, everybody from all the movies is in it. They brought back everybody. And the finale was great. Sets up season two, which is happening. I love like, you know, in the every time you watch a show, there's, some, there's like somebody, a character from the show that goes previously in Chucky, you know, yeah, yeah. and then they show what happened. For this show, they use the little, there's a little girl in it who's like four or five, maybe, maybe six at most. She does the last episode and she says, it's just her voice. She says, previously in fucking Chucky, <laughs> like that's a little six year old girl. Um, but that's like, that's the show, man. They just, they don't care. They're, it's all out there. Uh, and they, and it, it works for this because that's what Chucky is. Chucky is like, he does, he's like, fuck you, you know, like that's Chucky. And then the last one was uh, I, I revisited Return of the Living Dead uh, when I got sick, just like thinking about those two guys, uh, James Karen and and uh, the what's the other dude? Oh God, I'm drawing on his name. Yeah, and that movie is just so great and like insane and crazy. It's just crazy. It's dude, it's a masterpiece. You guys Karen spends it. his whole the whole movie just running around screaming. Yeah, both of them do. <laughs> They're the best part of the whole movie. <sighs> it's insane. But I love, man, the punks and like the scene where where, uh, you know, I posted it on the Instagram where like they're like it starts raining acid rain and shit. Yeah. And they're like, what is that? You hear that? And then all of a sudden it cuts to the the um, skeleton comes out of the grave. And, yeah. then, the, and then it's like, do you want a party? <laughs> yeah, man, it's great. It's so good. Uh, it's such a good movie. But I want to watch part two. Or yeah, I can find part it, two. It's not it's not streaming anywhere as far as I can tell. I don't know. I looked for it. I think I have it. Yeah. Um yeah, but yeah, I can get that to you. Yeah, I want because I love that one too. That's good. It's a good movie. Yeah, it's solid. It's just it's 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 like it's it's like Jaws too. Yeah. It's like yeah, yeah, this is fine. This is yeah. good. I like, this is a quality movie. It's just like the first one's a fucking masterpiece. Yeah, you know, it's good. Uh Linnea Quigley, man. She's yeah, like man. a weirdo and like when she turns into the zombie, the way she walks is really weird. And every time they show her, you know, there's that prosthetic they added to her jaw and mm-hmm. to make her mouth wider because she's always just taking bites out of people real fast. It's like a yeah. quick cut. It's it's crazy. That's all I got. Should we get into this? Uh, fan- you got anything else? Nope. So friend of the show, Eric Wolfgang does our art, made a really cool suggestion that since what we do is uh, sort of vintage and and VHS re- related, which is the qualifier for the most part, that we give folks a little, that we read the actual VHS, uh, the back of the VHS, 
for the movies that we do because sometimes you guys haven't seen them and you don't know what they're about. So here's Phantasm, where the dead are no longer that, that way. Uh, when two brothers uncover the startling secret of the living dead following the murder of their friend, what seems like a horrible, unending nightmare becomes terrifying, a terrifying reality. A mortuary's embalming cellar is the site for supernatural evil, including a floating sphere with razor-sharp protruding daggers, <laughs> which, seeks out, which seeks out victims and drains the blood of their he- from their heads. <laughs> As the, as the brothers learn more and more about what is really going on at the, mor- at the Morningside Mortuary, they get deeper in tr- into trouble until it may be too late to escape. The point of, that Eric brought up of reading these is that sometimes they can be complete BS. Sometimes they're spot on. I think, yeah. that's, a, I think that's a little misleading. I mean, later on, because we only see the ball in this movie a couple times, but later on in the series, they really lean into this, the, the, the ball how he uses them and stuff I, yeah i wanted to talk about the ball and so yeah we will did you did you like the movie you'd never seen it i did yeah i had never seen it and it was one that like yeah it's it's one that completely it's one of those things where i don't think my video store carried it or maybe i just didn't ever pay attention to it it yeah it just wasn't on my radar at all and then when you brought it up and then i when i did my research i'm like holy shit like this is a thing people yeah. fucking love this movie. oh yeah big time man you know these vhs covers were like I was like, man, I want to see that Angus Scrim on the on the front. Um, yeah, right. Of most of them, that dude. Apparently, he's one of the nicest people like on earth, or was. He passed in like 2016. He looked. Yeah, I saw him. I'm like, this guy's dead. Like, I didn't even yeah. look up like if he had done anything else. I was just like, I wanted to, and I didn't. I don't think he did much. Um, but the last movie, Phantasm Ravager, was in 2016. I think he passed like either right after or during the filming, which oh, wow. I I haven't seen that one. I've seen, I've only seen, I think I saw two, maybe one of the other ones, but I want to watch them all now because I had seen this before uh, a couple times and I've always liked this movie, but I want to see because uh, Reggie, the guy with the ponytail. Yeah. He becomes the star of the seer of the franchise. <laughs> I know I, that was the one thing I did notice that like he's in the rest of. Yeah. Um, and he's kind of, it's weird because in this movie, he's kind of a He's not a main character. He's part of the crew, but you know, this movie was 79 and then the next one doesn't come out until 88. And in that time, Ash Williams from evil dead became a character and Reggie is very, becomes very much like Ash from evil. Hmm. Dead. He has this like cool ass shotgun. That's like, comes to a point. It's like four barrels. It's weird, which becomes like a trademark of his character. And just the fact that he's like a bald dude with a ponytail who drives an ice cream truck is like it's part of his character you yeah know? yeah it reminded <laughs> so, me of uh when i saw that it reminded me of tremors where yeah. like they take yeah they take the guy i forget his name the guy with the elephant gun in the first one they're both like that guy's the shit and uh mr then, keaton you're talking about mr keaton from uh family ties oh it is yeah the, it is it is dad. uh <laughs> is it it is alex not, yeah. not alex it's uh, alex was uh, oh, michael j. alex fox. is michael j fox oh yeah what is yeah what is this? it's his dad uh, i forget his name i forget about that that's i always forget that's him but yeah he wound up being basically he's got a bigger part in two, but he's still not the main character. But then the rest of them, the rest always, of them were all him. It's yeah. all him. And yeah, I mean, it's crazy. These uh, were more, these weren't like, these were like bigger movies compared to the <laughs> Tremors sequels, but directed by Don Coscarelli, who did all the movies. He's, I don't know anything of his outside of these Reggie, Reggie Bannister plays Reggie. Yeah. It seems um, like he's in that guy. 
I looked at his filmography. Yeah. It's all like horror movie. It's you know what I mean. He's, Reg, he's like he's Reggie. Just, yeah, it's, oh, he's really? good. For, he seems, seems like he's just good friends with with Don Cascarelli. Uh, so you know? does that mean Cascarelli did other like horror stuff? Is that I don't know. I think oh, so. Yeah. I think he produced and yeah, I didn't. Yeah, but yeah, he's 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 involved in most of the stuff he's involved in. Okay, Michael Baldwin plays Mike, the young kid. Mm-hmm. I didn't get Jody, the guy who plays Jody. I didn't get that actor's name. Um, I got his name, Bill uh, Thornby. Okay, and then of course Angus Scrim is the tall man, which. There's a movie now called Tall Man. I think I talked about it last. Yeah, week. yeah, yeah. It's weird that they took that because the Tall Man as a character is a pretty prominent character in horror mythos, played by Angus Scrim. It's weird that they made a movie that has nothing to do with it. But I love this cast, man. It's yeah. uh, I love that there's these three dudes that get on the same page. <laughs> you know, if there's none of this keeping secrets or not telling what each other like the 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 killer clowns thing you know yeah there's no like well i mean jody doesn't believe mike like at first for way too long well, who who would though but yeah, yeah that's true i like that once he shows him the finger <laughs> he's <laughs> like all right <laughs> I lawrence fishburne yeah i believe yeah. yeah wait what does he say what's the line we're leaving <laughs> we're leaving <laughs> in uh event horizon <laughs> so good so Right off the bat, the weirdest part of this movie for me is that a- Angus Scrim is sort of luring his victims by becoming this hot chick and like yeah. having sex with them in the in the graveyard, and then he turns back into the the tall man. It's like that's weird. <laughs> yeah, it, you know, I don't know. Like, and I don't know if they get into this in more detail in the other movies. Yeah. Like, what's going on? Like, are they aliens? Are they what? What is it? They're they're like creatures from another dimension basically right the like one of the movies i think it's number three if you read the the synopsis it mm-hmm. says it mentions aliens and i wonder if that's and i haven't watched number three but i wonder if that's a reference to the tall man being an alien i mean uh, once they found the portal i was yeah. like oh they're aliens okay um, all right i mean but, i guess that makes them an alien sure but yeah i mean i <laughs> it is weird that he like just appears like as the whatever especially yeah. like you don't have to do that man like do, you can do what like you don't have to be having sex with somebody oh, okay. and then and then a, change into your like old man body <laughs> right before you kill him you can just stay the girl i think yeah. he does that later but oh uh, yeah with jody yeah that's like, a hilarious can, scene yeah you can just you know you don't have to do that to somebody you know but yeah. And and yeah, it, it's weird, but it's also like, well, I, you look at it like, I, I don't know. I, I took it in my head canon. It worked that yeah. they're they're probably like beings that have. Yeah, I buy that they're aliens. Yeah, that, I, that, I, that works. I, I never thought about them like that. It was more like a evil demon th- situation, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, well, it would to me like it would make sense. Like when I really like think about it, like, you know, why he's, you know, he's kind of goofy looking, you know, he Tall doesn't man? look. Yeah, he doesn't look like like you would do a double take if you saw him in Walmart, you know. Oh, absolutely. When, and like maybe that, you know, in my head, it's like there's a this is a there's a character in Star Trek. Uh, his name's Odo, and he doesn't have like his face is just like he doesn't have a nose or he doesn't have any like distinguishing things on his face. It's like just like a putty, like a Play-Doh face, but he has two okay. eyes and a mouth, and the uh, and he, like he doesn't have ears, like they're all it's all just like flush and. The idea is that 
he's his species is like a gelatinous blob all the time <laughs> but yeah. like he's he's constantly focusing to try and look human and like this is as close as he can get like, so like he can he can change his face or are you talking about just he's he's in? like a full-on shapeshifter like oh, he can okay, turn into you. a bird he can, later on he gets better at it and he can turn gotcha. into a bird and so he could turn to a desk he could turn to whatever he wants yeah he's not that good at it yet and he's trying to why does he can't he, make a okay. nose you know oh, okay so he can't like just turn into a Brad Pitt and walk around. No, he yeah he has to look like this. He yeah, but he has to every twelve hours. I think he has to turn into turn back into goo and sleep in a bucket. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! Oh my god! And they call it a bucket, which is weird. They don't even say like I've never ever... to my container. They call it like oh my god, like my containment unit or some shit. Like no, that. they call it's it a bucket. bucket. Oh my god, Star Trek! You're a piece of work. It's awesome. Um, Odo rocks. I need to watch one of those. Is that on the um, Professor X episodes? No, that's on Deep Space Nine. Oh, okay. Deep Space Nine. I don't think I've gotten there yet. I don't think I've yeah. experienced that. What did you think of the uh, the little Jawas? Speaking of the aliens. <laughs> I wrote Jawas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The satanic so, Jawas. What year did this come out? 79? 79. I wonder if like, because they're cl- they're just Jawas, yeah. except they, they don't have the eyes. Right. And I wonder if it was like, because the eyes would like if they had red eyes, they'd look even more like Jawas, like right. glowing eyes, but they would look cooler. Yeah, I agree. You know, I wonder if that was like a shit. Too yeah. bad we can't do that because Star yeah. Wars did it because they look so much like. Jawas. Well, if they did red, though. I mean, they didn't. Star Wars didn't do red eyes until Mandalorian. I mean, Dove, they they did. I didn't know they did red eyes. I don't. Yeah, the, the uh, in Mandalorian, they're like off. They're called off world Jawas, like not on Tatooine because they're on different worlds and they have red eyes. It's weird. Steady yellow. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I, but yeah, it would be cool. They looked man. <laughs> yeah, they were. And man, that was the weirdest thing. Like, and that they, they brought it up and they mentioned it, but like that, like when they, when they, when he's fighting the one and then he gets in the car and he sees that it's his, his dead friend. Right. In my head, I'm like, wait, but he's three feet tall. Like he's, right. a, he's a tiny person and they bring it up. Like, they made him three feet tall, but that's it. They don't address like what is going on. Like, what is this? Like, well, they, they... kind of talk about there's that there's this weird, like real quick exposition dump where during that after that scene, when they pull the, the Jawa out of the car that has his friend's face. Yeah. And they're they're putting him in the ice cream truck into Reggie's ice cream truck. Yeah. And like you hear it's like post, you know, edit, whatever it's called or vocal stuff. And you hear Reggie go. He's like why are they so small? It's only three feet. Like where, and he says a couple lines and, and then later on, yeah. Did they grow him? Did they like, well, later on they go, remember when Mike gets sucked into the portal and he sees the Jawas like marching and doing things in the red place. For some reason, when Mike gets pulled back in by Jody, he knows this stuff. And remember he says like, they're crushing them down. They're his slaves. He's making these Mm -hmm. slaves. And they're crushing them down because of gravity and whatever on their planet. Like they have to be smaller. It's weird. So basically, <laughs> it's, it's, taking, it's a lot of explanation to be like, yeah, know. basically, they're taking dead people, using dead people to make slaves. But he's he wants them to be these shorter things. <laughs> and so to do that. Yeah. I mean, there's no explanation as to actually why. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> weird. There's so much like, well, you could have just made if you wanted to bring back like Oh, the dead he's bringing back dead people as part of his army. You could have right. just done that. Like yeah. you don't like need zombies. them to be little people. 
or if you want to do little people, I guess you don't really need it to be like, it's a whole thing. Like it's a cool juxtaposition though, because he is so abnormally tall, the tall man, obviously. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. Yeah. I and then he's got these, like, even if he had regular people as his minions, he'd still be taller, but he's like squishing them down even more so that he's like this towering dude over these, these guys. I I'm really curious. Cause I, it's been so long since I've seen number two, or any of the other ones, if I've seen them, I'm really curious how that relationship, I'm sure they go into it right off the bat. Like, like when they introduce the tall man and I love the scene where Mike, where Mike's like spying on the tall man after the funeral and he sees the tall man lifting the, they make a point to show the pallbearers like struggling with this coffin yeah. of their buddy. And then they show the tall man just lifting it by himself and he throws it in the back of the, yeah, the that was neat. And then later on, Mike said, like they talk about, it. he's like, I saw him do this thing. I love that this movie does that. It's like nothing was really throwaway. Uh, no, yeah, of- it was definitely. Yeah. yeah. You want to hear You want to hear a joke that I heard once when sure. I was a pallbearer? Sure. It was a pretty ballsy to, joke. Am I going to have to edit it out? <laughs> no. I gave the guy props that told me this joke because yeah. it could have could have landed very flat. I was a pallbearer at this at this funeral. Yeah. Very sad. But. And I was, I was kind of young. I think it was, I think it was, might've been college. Paul Bear, it was very heavy. This, this coffin. Yeah. We were all really, really trying not to drop it. Yeah, I've done it too. Afterwards, one of the people at the funeral go, you know why it's so heavy? I said, why? It's dead weight. Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) I always thought that was funny. Uh, And like, you know what, man, you took a risk. You don't really even know me that well. (laughs) I could have been like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Touche. Oh, that is funny. Touché. That's a funny joke. Oh, man. And it only works at funeral. And I bet he tries it at a lot of funerals. And, and it doesn't, doesn't go. go well. Jeez. I've always um, appreciated that. <laughs> <laughs> You're uh, not that good of a joke. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty like it's a pretty obvious joke, too. Like high, yeah, high risk, low reward. Right. <laughs> um anyway, yeah, the, I, I dug that. The uh my favorite part of this movie is like the three dudes, like I mentioned earlier, where it's like once they get on the same page, it's like this really cool, cohesive, they have a mission. They have a, like a, a unified goal and like mission that they want to do as far as like figuring out what's going on and stopping the tall man. I just feel like for a 1979 movie, horror movie, you don't really get to see this sort of dynamic a lot. They've got like this badass car, like the dude's black, whatever Impala or whatever that is. They've got weapons for some reason, like a lot of guns, None of them are like fumbly or three stooges like as far as. Yeah, they're they're all capable. They're capable, you know, absolutely. And I, I just I really dig that you get that this crew. It, it's for some reason it reminded me of like aliens and how the fact that like with the colonial Marines like are going after the bad things and they're not going to stop until they get it done. You don't see that. Usually there's a lot of like, you know, accidental shit in movies like this of this time. I never picked up on that. It, it's a really cool dynamic to have that. I, and I love that. Like they also like play some music to like, even like together the guitar scene, which even more like solidifies their bond. Yeah. Oh yeah. I really did like that in the beginning when like he's walking in and he's, he's got the guitar and then they just sit and they jam. I was like, that's cool. That makes them like more, it fleshes them out, you know, totally, you know, and makes them like real people. It was really you know? cool. It was a really cool song too. Yeah. Well, and like, it was, cool you probably had to they probably wrote that in i'll bet i'll bet he was already you know 
he was already friends with Reggie and it was like, oh, yeah, this guy plays guitar. Cool. And Let's. they're really playing. Yeah. Yeah, they are. I noticed that too. They're really playing. Um, the ice cream truck. Yeah. I wanted to bring that up, man. Another ice cream truck. Another. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about, man. Like being able to be an independent you know, businessman, uh, ice cream truck driver in the eighties. Oh, that's right. Like this <laughs> well, is like the fourth when movie. Was, when was that? You were talking about that. It was your like dream job. Well, it's just, it's just, it, no, it's talking about how cool the eighties was that you could do that. And oh, it yeah. happens all the time. Like how, how, how like common was this, you know? I don't know, man. Like, I mean, What's the thing? is it like looked at it like a get rich quick scheme or is it like, a, you know, like, what is it? Like, it's so weird. It's weird that it's evolved now. I don't know. I'm, I don't know if it's like this in the suburbs, but in the city, in the summertime, man, you get these dudes who are like, it's a bike with the ice cream part attached to the front. Yeah. And they're all over the lake shore, you know, like the lake path and stuff. So it's still something that happens. But when I was a kid, I mean, that was a real thing. Like the ice cream oh, yeah, truck was me like too. a real thing. In the deal. burbs, it was, and I've only seen it once since then. Yeah. Um, and it was, and it wasn't like it's driving around waiting for kids to stop. It was at like an event, like where it was at like fireworks, uh, you know, where you go to a parking lot and, you know, this guy just rolled up and parked, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I wonder if the ice cream man's still around. I'll have to let you know this summer. Yeah. Let me know if you see him and keep an eye on him, man. Cause usually the ice cream man, yeah, they can be like, the hero like reggie here but mm-hmm. they can also be like in spawn where like he's gathering kids and eating them and like using i don't know whatever like some kind of weird gacy thing wasn't gacy uh John i don't gacy? think he drove an ice cream truck he was a clown but i don't think he had an ice cream oh, okay truck. i thought there was an ice cream guy it's clint howard and uh ice cream man i still haven't seen that i need to see that the fortune teller so at this point so all right so mike the kid he sees the he's putting all these he's spying on everybody and he sees all this shit going on he sees that something's up with the with the tall man lifting the coffin, all that shit. He's following his brother everywhere. He, there's this fortune teller, which is a weird scene with the girl. Like he goes to this, like, yeah, that super was rundown house, and this like pretty young girl answers the door and brings him in. He's like, "I got to see your grandma and talk to her," and she's like this fortune teller. And they have the whole thing with the dune box, you know, like, yeah, put, puts his hand in there. It was I. I kind of expected a lot of that to like come back and it doesn't really you know well it's weird because she says if he leaves mike's afraid that his brother's gonna leave without him because their parents are dead and mike and jody is taking care of mike like she tells him if he leaves he's gonna take you with him but then flash forwarding to the end of the movie where it's all like a dream and jody's dead and all this stuff so he didn't take him with him um yeah we'll get to that end yeah that's but but as far as like this goes, when all of this ends, the scene with the fortune teller. Yeah. He Mike leaves. And then the two, the girl and the fortune teller lady are like laughing together. What's that? Like, were they just feeding him a bunch of bullshit? And maybe that's why the ending happened the way it did. I don't know, because that's the other thing. Like, scenes like that, like when they're there, are they a dream? Are they not? Like, is it like, you know, a lot of this is like, did, wait, did that like it, it's got a real was it? Is it Dallas? Like yeah. it's got a real like feel to like like when he wakes up at the end, it's like, wait, what is this a jump forward? Is this a right? What is it like? Did he dream the whole movie? Right. Like it's well, a real weird ending. Well, like you said, like none of this stuff that he hears from the fortune teller comes to fruition. But maybe that's because when the scene ends and they're laughing, it is because they're she, they're feeding him a bunch of bullshit. And that's why none of it came came to life i don't know i mean because when they're when they're la- when you're watching it and they start laughing you're like what is that like, yeah i feel like there's doing? there's like either a deleted scene or like 
I don't know. Yeah. Like it's, it, it, there needs to be more context. And then we don't, I don't think we see her again. We see the girl again, which is another scene that like she goes to the mortuary and goes inside and then screams and it cuts. We don't see her again, which is weird. Yeah. Um, but then we get the scene where he meets the tall man in hot girl form and they go for the walk into the graveyard and start, start to mess around. You know, again, I love this scene, man. It's hilarious. Like my, Mike's still following them. So he's in the bushes spying on them and they're kind of getting it on, on this grave. First of all, like this, I don't know, I guess this is a thing that people do when they're dumb, but I would never do this. It is, you're absolutely begging for a curse or like something bad to happen. Zombies. I don't know what man doing this in a graveyard. Yeah. I mean, it, I, I thought that when I was watching, I'm like, oh man. Yeah. Some, I mean, I don't think I would ever do it either. This is bad news. Yeah, I don't like to be in graveyards like there's there's a graveyard. There used to be a graveyard on my way home uh, from school and I, you could cut through it and be and you would get to you. I would get home sooner. And but like it was an older one. So there's no paths or anything. Yeah. It's just a big field of graves. And I never took it because I'm like, I don't like even when I go to cemeteries, I don't like stepping on. Yeah, I don't know. And I'm not a superstitious guy. I'm just like. You know, I try and avoid respectful. Yeah. But like when I see movies all the time where people are just riding their bikes, the Dude, right Mike is grave. riding his dirt bike through this graveyard, <laughs> like kicking up grass and all that shit. Yeah, man. It's insane. <laughs> but I love this scene, like, because they're messing around and then Mike hears the demon, the Jawas in the bushes. And then he's like, and he sees one charge at him, which is a really cool scene. And then Mike goes just like plowing. He's like screaming. He's running. He runs past his brother and his brother, like, he's making out with this with the with the tall man hot chick and he's like he just stands up and he's like wait here he's like i think that was my brother and he's got problems wait here yeah (laughs) and then he goes chasing his brother and they cut back and they show the chick laying on the grave and she's just like she doesn't get up or anything she's just laying there like an alien like like, (laughs) it was insane I tell you, but you know what? I uh, getting back to like that graveyard scene. I really thought about like they did a really great job of like doing the whole like like did I see that? Like you know, every time he turns and like he kind of half sees something go behind a grave, and it's like real quick. And if you blink, you miss it. And that happens a bunch in this movie. So you buy that he's like, I don't like when he's trying to explain it to Jody, and he's like, What is it? And he's like, I don't know, but it's yeah. a thing, and it's fought like. He's accurately describing what we've been seeing. Sure. You know, and it's, you know, it's not Mike to be, is it Mike? To be, it's not like yeah. they could just say, hey, it's this thing. Like he right. really doesn't know. I right. thought that was really cool. Yeah, no, definitely. And they, and Mike sees that stuff too when he's at the beginning, when he's like in the mortuary after the funeral. There's a couple scenes where a couple times where the, the Jawas like are scurrying around the mortuary and he's just kind of like hanging out. And doesn't really acknowledge what he's seeing, even though he's seeing it kind of the dream that he has that Mike has where he's in bed and then he like looks up and the tall man's over him. And then the zombies come out of the ground on the sides and grab him. Yeah, that was awesome. Dude, when I was a kid, I had that exact dream like (laughs) all the time of like waking up, someone standing over me, you know, fucking with my bed in some way. I don't know if that's a kid thing or what. I don't know. That never seeing it in this movie. I was like, Jesus Christ. He just knows how to lay out a shot, man. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like how to be, make it as creepy and eerie as possible. You know, 
there's a ton of times a lot of it is with the tall man like whether he's like in that dream scene or there's several times where he like kicks open a door or comes to, or is at a window the use of of uh angus scrim there's a lot of really cool shots when he uses him like that the one where he's like downtown and walking down the street and yeah st- stops in front of the ice cream truck you know yeah and he like smells or something he like yeah it, it just they like he's in the center of the frame and it just right. looks cool man you know there's like there's like mist and angus scrim like he's like smelling something it's really weird yeah yeah that was the next scene was it was him doing that and like mike sees him across from across the way then we get uh the first time we see the death ball yes yeah, so the death here. ball or whatever it's called it, it actually has a name later doesn't does it, it? so it reminds what's wild is i saw this thing okay so when nintendo 64 came out there weren't a lot of games for it but there was a game called uh turok dinosaur hunter yeah um, okay or i think it was you know what? i think it was turok too either way i know i know turok from the valiant comics yeah so he had a video game and it had a pretty badass multiplayer mode i think it was the second one where you ran around and tried to kill your friends right yeah and and they he, and there was a weapon in this game called the cerebral boar what is and it? it was it's called the cerebral boar okay okay and it's literally this really? like and it's not just a ball that comes and like attaches to your head and kills you i mean it attaches your head it shoots all your like all your brains and shit out of the back <laughs> of it yeah. i mean it, it's it's a little bigger in 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 the game but i mean when i saw this i was like that's the that's the that's that like they they literally took this and put it in a video game yeah like it, it's exactly what it is yeah because that that game was like i think it was like 95 or 96 when oh it was later than that it was oh yeah, yeah maybe what is our, yeah you're right maybe because acclaim bought valiant comics and they got the rights to turok and a couple other characters and that's when they made those video games yeah but <laughs> i remember when i saw i'm like that's the surreal before that's wild that like yeah they blatantly just put it in the movie yeah know? Well, the movie came first. I mean, sorry, yeah, in in the game, in the video, game, I mean. yeah, yeah. Um, and this is where Mike he Mike breaks into the mortuary at night to go and investigate, and that's when he he's like chased by the dude who gets the ball in the head is like some kind of and they they have him listed as caretaker. He's like a yeah. henchman. Yeah, I mean, and he gets it like I love. I mean, it's a really cool effect when they show it from the side. Yeah, and the ball is like attached, like stuck into his head, and then the drill comes in. And starts drilling away like yeah i mean it looks really good yeah they shot it so they they cut it together that's one of the things i I looked into they i mean they shot most of that in reverse like they shot it and then rewound the footage you know and then had a yeah had a fake head when it was actually drilling in and okay it was yeah man it it looked great it It looks like a real head like it looked like it was really doing something i don't know it was yeah it was something else I gotta say though, with Mike, like, and then Jody later, they're asking for all this. Oh yeah, like they, like at no point, like they, they could get, they could leave at any point. They're not being pursued. Like, I mean, I mean, he, they kind of are in the beginning by, you know, he's, you know, he turned to the hot chick and trying to hook up with Jody. But like, once they're onto it, like, they, they get in like Scooby Doo mode and they're like breaking. <laughs> they like at the point where where Jody breaks in after yeah. he shows him the finger. I'm like, you guys are at, like, what are you doing? Leave this alone. Yeah. Like you, you deserve everything you get here. Right. Stop break. Like they break into this mortuary like three times. Yeah. Like to investigate. Right. <laughs> like, what are you doing? And this one, this first one is where he gets the finger and like, 
you know, ends up after the dude gets the ball in his head, tall man starts chasing him, which is terrifying. And then they have that showdown almost like where, isn't this the scene where Mike's like, they're in the mortuary and, or maybe it's later on in the movie. I don't know, but this is where, this is where he chases him, shuts the door and his hand is like still moving, stuck in the door. And then Mike cuts off the fingers and it's this like yellow. It's yellow. It's like bright yellow. It looked really grossness. Cool. Yeah, it looked yeah. great. And the it was hand, really off-putting too, because if it was blood, you know, yeah, yeah, the hand, the hand looked a little goofy, but it looked, it was moving. Yeah. And then when it landed, when he chopped off the fingers, they were crawling around on the floor. I was like, that's neat. Like, there's got to be totally. There's got to be little remotes in there. You yeah. know. Yeah. I mean, it was it was solid, but yeah, yeah, having it yellow was real off-putting and really like was like, oh, these guys aren't human. Right. You know. Yeah. I guess it's weird. I've I've just never thought about this as being like an alien thing. I've always thought about it as being a, a deep more of like a demon thing. Yeah. Because it's even at the beginning, like or at, during the either at the beginning or the trailer, they define phantasm, like what it is. And it's mm-hmm. like um blah 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 ghost. Several things that they list, and then the final one is like ghost. So I don't know. It's, I mean, I wouldn't even say alien. I just, for lack of a better word, because it seems like they're from another dimension. Yeah. Right. It's, you know, they didn't come here on a spaceship or anything. Right. So, yeah. So he gets the fingers and he takes them home to, uh, <laughs> to show Mike and he's got him in this box and he's like trying to tell Mike, convince him. He's like, all right, just take a look. They open the box and the fingers like, you know, in the yeah, box. Calling. And I love Mike's or uh, Jody's reaction. He's like, yeah. Okay. I believe you. Yeah. <laughs> That was great. That was a real good. Uh, that was but then great. it. But then he's like, "All right, so we're gonna go to the sheriff. So go get your evidence." And he goes to get the box. He opens it again, and it's turned into this. The finger is turned into this like giant mutant fly. Yeah, um, and th- this was the point where I'm like, okay, literally anything's on the table. Like that. Yeah. I like they, they didn't. And, you know, not every movie like we're not going to establish any rules or like weaknesses or like this is what this thing can do. It's literally like anything. This thing can do anything. You know, if you chop off its finger, the finger can turn into a bat, (laughs) which is cool. It's neat, you know, and red shows up. No, totally. And it's like red shows up. They're trying to shove it down into the garbage disposal to kill it. I love, though, like when they're wrestling with it in the in the shirt, you know, like, yeah, remind me of a basket case. Oh yeah, totally. Like when he's going up the stairs and he's just like wrestling with this basket. (laughs) Totally. Totally. That's awesome. Like the direction for that scene because he passes it. Mike's wrestling with it and then he passes it to Jody and then Jody's wrestling with it. And that would have been, I bet that was a super fun scene to, to, to to film. Uh, And then Reg shows up. Reg is like, Hey guys, what's going on? And then it comes back out of the garbage or the, the disposal. And so at this point, this is where like everybody's in. Everybody has seen some weird shit. They know some weird shit's going on. And this is where I love like, all right, what do we do about it? The next time we see Reg after this, he's like, here's the plan, man. We're going to go. And he's like, he's like, we're going to go. We're going to go up there. We're going to get this guy and we're going to we're going to kill him. And that's like the plan. <laughs> I love the plans. That. All right, man, let's just chill. Like, or do they know at this point that they're like resurrecting dead people? Well, after after the garbage disposal scene, uh, Mike goes up there to investigate and then gets chased by the hearse. And then Mike sh- or Jody goes up there, gets chased by the hearse. Mike shows up at the car. And then this is where they crash the hearse and find out that it's that 
it was being driven by the Jawa, who is their friend's head body yeah. thing. And and that's when they call Reg in. And that's officially where Reg is involved because they're, they're like, we're going to put it in the back of your ice cream truck for now. I, I just want to bring something up that I thought was really funny. Was that they, they took the time to be like, like Jody explains like gun safety to Mike yeah. being like, here's the deal, man. Don't point it at something unless you intend to shoot it. And don't, don't, he's like, warning shots are bullshit. Don't, and he explains like, don't fuck around with this thing. And then the next scene when he's in there and he's get he gets attacked by the little person and it's on his back. Yeah. He almost shoots himself in the head. He just right. like waves the gun around <laughs> and like barely doesn't shoot himself in the head. It's right. like, holy cow, man. <laughs> like, uh, I get you're being attacked, but totally. Jesus. That's an awesome scene because he's like, you know, he goes in and the same way that Mike went in. And at this point, they're probably wise to it. So one of the demons is waiting or one of the Jawas is waiting and he kind of rises up behind him and then jumps on his back. But yeah, I, I totally time that out. Like how, cause he, I mean, he had to shoot a blank, but you can't just shoot a blank in someone's face. You know what I like? Sure. I wonder if they, cause he hits him and he, he shoots the gun and it, the guy falls off right away. Like it looks right. like he shoots him off his, off his back. Yeah. And yeah. then he shoots him a couple more times. Cause he's a, just like keeps coming, but yeah, that shot is crazy because he's like trying to like <laughs> figure out where the dude is on his back. I, yeah, it's insane. Yeah, that was. Um, so they, yeah, they, then they call Reg after the crash and they put they put the uh, the Jawa in the back. Reg ends up driving to take Mike to a safe place so that he and Jody can like go and finish this thing, and then the ice cream truck, the the Jawa and the ice cream truck comes back to life and crashes Reg's car the ice cream truck and at the same time the two chicks who are like babysitting mike they come up on the ice cream truck and they see the wreckage and they get attacked by the jawas so at this point like everybody's getting jacked up uh, this scene is crazy where they get into the girl's car and one of them's in the back one of the jawas in the back seat wrestling with with mike yeah and then mike like flies out the back window as the car yeah. goes i mean that's and they show like the plate glass like breaking as mike like goes flying out the back it was, it was i mean it, and it was well choreographed too like you know where everybody is, is and it's you know it was solid those girls like it felt bad because they're literally like not really brought up until like hey yeah you just go stay with them and right. then then they're just they get kidnapped you know right and, mike ends up going back to the house and jody's like has that weird dream while he's waiting of like being in the mortuary and the jaw is like grabbing him and shit. And then he wakes up and Mike's there and he locks Mike. I love he locks Mike in the, in the room. He's like, I'm going to go, I'm going to go now by myself. Reg is dead. Everybody's dead. I'm going to go solve this. And he locks Mike in the room with a screwdriver. Mike, with, yeah. And then Mike, but Mike has this, like he MacGyver's this oh, like, dude. I love this so much. I remember thinking like, why don't I go out the window or, but yeah, maybe you can't, you know, yeah. maybe you're too high, but it's like a hammer. Yeah. Tapes, tapes the, or he puts a thumb. He has a shot. He has a shotgun shell with yeah. him from earlier. And he, he takes the hammer. He, po he, pun he takes a tack and he pun punctures a hole in the shotgun shell. Right. And then I think he glues it or he might, he I just think tapes he tapes it. it. He's got tape. He tapes it to the end of a hammer and then he hits the hammer and it blows up the door. You think, you think that would work? I think so. I mean, why not? I think that when he did it, I feel like if you did that in real life and you, smacked it like he did wouldn't the buckshot just like fly everywhere because 
the barrel of the shotgun is kind of controlling the direction of the buckshot. Sure, but if you don't need. But all you need to do is destroy the door. Like, but wouldn't you catch shrapnel on yourself? You think? Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, they should do a MythBusters on it. Yeah, that would be an awesome. Don't try that at home if you're listening to this podcast. But like, yeah, that would be a crazy, crazy thing. Ever since, <laughs> ever since I saw this movie for the first time, I'm like, that's really awesome. Because they take the time to show like he punctures it with the tack. Like it's not just like put the shotgun shell and hit it with a hammer. Like, right. There's there's like a method that goes into it. Like I and I love that the kid is like, like, why is Jody even attempting to keep like, this is like the fifth time he's like, stay here in this movie. Yeah. And he's just not like at this point, like, dude, this kid is not gonna listen to you. Like, there's no way you can keep him. I mean, you know, it's a nice attempt with the screwdriver, but no, definitely. And I and their relationship, I, I don't know what movie it was that we Maybe it was Lost Boys. I love when there's a cool like brother relationship. These guys definitely have, you know, there's that scene in the beginning or towards the beginning where some random friend shows up at their house while while Mike, which is also like double cool because it's Jody's car, but he, but Mike is obviously the one who keeps it up. He works on it. Yeah. They show, they show that a couple times, but this random friend shows up. And he's like, hey, Jody, what's up? I'm surprised you're still in town after everything. And, you know, the parents dying and friend mm-hmm. dying all this stuff and he's like i'm taking care of the kid i love this guy and right from that point we established that like the relationship these two have is pretty tight pretty cool yeah but but he does spend the whole movie trying to keep him from yeah and he also says he's gonna tr- tr- drop him off with his aunt which yeah is not, that is weird and, and that's where the but fear... also like yeah he's you know i don't know how old jody's supposed to be but you know that's a lot to take on oh, totally. you know totally and at the same time it's like you know and then it's it, the ending of this movie really reshapes the entire movie. Once you watch the ending, we'll get to that point. But as far as it goes in the moment, yeah, that whole ant thing where he's going to drop up his ants is like, yeah, if I was Mike, I'd be fucking worried too. My parents are dead. The only person that I have is my brother. Yeah. But I do, but I, you know, it's not like Mike, it's not like Jody's trying to pawn him off. I think, I think he just has reached a point where he's, it's like a lot of heavy shit that's been happening. But yeah, he's constantly trying to keep him in one spot. And Mike is just like, he's not mischievous. He's just, it's almost like he just wants to be with his brother. He wants to know that his brother's there and stuff. They, so that's, so that takes you to like with the car crash. I thought that was a pretty like cool, you know, once after he escapes with the shotgun thing on the door and he goes and he, he gets captured by the tall man shows up at his house and he gets captured by him. I love the scene where he's like, every time he, like he opens the door and he's just there. He opens the window. He's just there. Uh, he comes in and, and this is the first time we hear him like, boy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, whoa, dude. <laughs> and he kidnaps him. He puts him in the hearse, which is a really cool, like villain car, especially for this dude. Obviously it's on the nose, but it's, it's funny awesome. that like, it was another thing where it's like, there's a couple things like, uh, you know, he's got all these like supernatural things that he can do. And it's funny that he just has still has to drive a car. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, like at the very end um, where he's just chasing him, <laughs> yeah. you know, like you'd think he would be like, I'm going to send my whatever yeah. after you or, or or shoot something. at, But like he's just literally just running after him like right. an old man, you know, like through the woods and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like how totally. they eventually get him, you know? Yeah. But when he captures him, he puts him in the hearse. Mike pulls out his like his fucking magnum or whatever. Yeah, man. He shoots. This guy's into guns. Yeah, but he knows (laughs) he knows he shoots the glass out of the back, but then he knows where to shoot to hit the tire from the inside of the car. 
and he hits the tire and the tire blows. Isn't that bullshit? I think they did. The, I, I know, think man. they actually did this on Mythbusters. That, about, really? If you can. Yeah. If you can shoot out a tire from the inside. of a moving car and. Oh, wait, does like he like in general? You talk about. In general? Yeah. Like if you can actually do that, that. I mean, it's a thing that cops do. I think they shoot out. They shoot the tires. But while while the car's moving, I thought it was. I don't I think mean, you can do that. I, you don't I'm think it makes sure. sense, really? I mean, I, I want to say they did. I, I wish I remembered. Like the, the spinning, I, the spinning of the tire, like, is too much for a bullet to like, like puncture contact. it. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It would make sense if that's the case. I'm gonna pull it up. We'll put it in the Patreon. We'll figure right, it out. Cool. Either way, like the fact that it's kind of a, a detail that whether it's true or not to make to show Mike like. I don't know. No care. I've never seen. He's like capable. Like, like he he's knows, capable. Yeah. yeah. I love that. And he makes it back. He, he, so he, he gets out of the hearse, jumps through the window and the hearse crashes. Tall man blows up. Obviously he's not, not going to be dead, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but um, then he shows up. He goes back into the mortuary where he knows Mike went by himself. I love it's, it's a cool scene where, you know, tall man is back there again and he's got, he's got Joe. Uh, he's got. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's Jody why Mike went back. Cause yeah. he's got Reggie and the girls too. Well, Jody pops out first and shoots the ball as the ball. He, Tom yeah. sends the ball at him and he shoots the ball and it explodes. And then, yeah, Reggie shows up and we we see that he wasn't dead after all, which is cool. Like, which is cool. It was like, well, wait, what he's I would then he say like, well, they brought me back here, but I got away. Yeah. And and he saved the two girls, I guess. Yeah. It was, all, it was, <laughs> all was off funny, screen. too. Was yeah. All off hey, screen. off camera. I, I yeah. definitely saved those girls. <laughs> He's like, someone was like, hey, yeah, we don't have to go look for them because I did it already. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of like trimming the fat. I mean, it's kind of cool that although I would have liked to see a heroic moment. I'll tell you what, if if the kid, if the girls had more in the movie, like yeah. then, yeah, you have to do that scene. But totally. They just kind of came out of nowhere as babysitters for Mike. But but yeah, sh- so they so they do that. So now they're together, like the main the three guys are together. And they find the room. Mike's Mike's like, you got it. We got to check this door out. Has a mm-hmm. bunch of heads over it. They go in the door and this is where we see it's the portal where it's like a bunch of like canisters with like, I, it's almost like the ones from uh, return of the living dead that they have the toxic shit in, you know, where tar yeah. comes out of. Yeah. I wish they had, cause they all, they look into the canisters and they're like, Oh fuck. There's dwarves in there. I wish they had shown us, like shown in, you know? Yeah. It's like, see what they were seeing. There's a few things in this movie like that where it's, you know, yeah. I mean, we were just talking about the scene where Reggie goes and rescues the girls. He gets there and has to escape. First, he has to escape them. And I mean, it's a lot of like, "Ah, why didn't you do that? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I mean, there's not a lot. This movie is only an hour and a half. So it's there's not a lot of like um, right extra shit. But that's something that you definitely would like to see. So they're in there in this room. It's a bunch of these canisters and then there's this, we see these two looking what are they like pet not pedestals but like poles like half stripper poles yeah um and it and the, and the room is different too like than the rest of you know what i mean like it's definitely like, it's like weird bare like bone white or just like yeah stark white it, i mean it looks like an ipod you know like it just looks like oh yeah. this is this is this doesn't belong in a mortuary oh totally know? especially in the 70s it's like what is this and then Mike figures out that between the two poles, it's a door. It's like a gateway to the the shitty realm, whatever it is, where the <laughs> where the where the little people uh, live. And he gets sucked into it. And so for a brief moment, we see at least I don't know. I guess this is where the I don't know. I dug it's it. Like yeah, Tall it's Man like is the, making these guys. 
is it where they come from or what? Like, yeah, I got the vibe that's where they come from. But again, like him, it's like be, not beyond comprehension. It's just like it doesn't make any sense to us because we have no content. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, yeah it's a big red hole and there's a bunch of weird shit. But like, it's really barren. And it's just like we see like a bunch of the Jawas like carrying these barrels in like a single file line and there's nothing else like a desert with a, it's all red. It's just a weird place. I, I'm sure the sequels go into like what that place actually is. Yeah. And I would definitely like to get more on that. I am interested in the sequels for sure. Yeah. I'm going to watch, I'm going to try to watch at least one of them today. But yeah, that, but when he rips it, when Jody rips him out of there, it's yeah, like, he catches him by the pants and he just like, but like he had been falling forever. Right. It, and like, you know, it reminded me of in Lord of the Rings when Sam goes in the water and he's yeah. like drowning. And then all of a sudden, like, like a half an hour. And then yeah. Like, like yeah. he's very deep in the water. And then all of a sudden, like just this arm come and it's like, how long is this guy's arm? <laughs> what, how is that? Was he only like six feet underwater? Yeah. Like, was that, it's a weird scene in Lord of the Rings. And, it is. You it's know, very, I think it's just played for the dramatic, yeah, it is. you know, sense of it. But like, I have, I all, every time I watch that scene, I'm like, how long like what's happening here like somebody let me let's this is a few things like that in lord of the rings and water like in that really? the golems the golem the, the, the golem origin scene that i hate i it's it's the one i love lord of the rings that's yeah. the one scene i would take yeah i hate that scene you mean when he's a hobbit still yeah like and, i don't mind the, the one i don't mind the scene where he's like ben ousted and he's like ah, like freaking out and all yeah. that stuff like that's all fine i hate the fishing scene and that he still talks like that. Yeah. And that he's just, it really annoys me. Like, I really hate that scene. <laughs> and, and, that, and that it's just Andy Circus. I actually hate the other guy, whoever he is. is it, uh, the character's name is Deagle, uh, which is another annoying thing. Smeagol and Deagle. Smeagol like, and Deagle. Just, yeah. Everything yeah. about that scene fucking bugs me. And, and, and it, 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 yeah. there's another, well, another big thing is that they weren't, when you watch all the bonus shit, you realize yeah. Andy Circus wasn't even going to be a big part of the movie. Oh, really? Initially, yeah, that's why. Like in the first movie, Gollum looks super. I mean, he's only there's only one shot of Gollum, and it's yeah. from far away. Right. He he looks super different. Yeah. Because they were like, yeah, we're gonna, and he was the same circus was the guy they hired to play Gollum, but I think they were gonna just do basic stop motion and not incorporate like his personality and all that shit. Like it wasn't yeah. gonna be, yeah. But anyway, and but like in the bonus features, they talk about how like, oh, we had to reshoot every scene twice because <laughs> yeah, like. We want. We wanted to get it's the whole thing. You could tell that uh, Sean Aston was irritated too. Really? <laughs> like, yeah, it's a bunch of scenes like that. But anyway, yeah. Uh, His the, the other dude's name was Deagle. Yeah, I always think of wasn't it wasn't Mrs. Deagle the bitch in uh, Gremlins? Life? Gremlins? Oh, maybe the, you know remember. the girl, the woman who threatened to kill the dog and. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah, I remember yeah, one yeah. of the Gremlins when I was a kid. I used to do this. One of the Gremlins goes like. Deagle, 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 deagle. Like when they're about to like send her up the stairs. That's you know? right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's hilarious. Good catch, man. So, all right. So the yeah, back to this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they're in the portal. Oh, so then then Reggie gets. He remembers when he was playing guitar, the tuning fork, and for some reason, like, oh, well, I guess the lights go out before that or something. Yeah, the lights go out before that for some reason, and everybody gets separated. It's weird because. They're all in the oh same yeah, the room. lights just go out. The lights go <laughs> out, and then Mike and Jody end up outside, but Reggie is still inside. It's weird. Yeah, I remember thinking like, "Oh, what a goofy way to like take down the heroes." Is yeah. just like 
just yeah, turn, just the, lights turn the lights off. <laughs> like that's it. Yeah. They come back on and and Reggie's like, I know what to do. He's like, I used to have a tuning fork when I played guitar. Yeah. And and he like puts his hands on the two poles. Everything stops. And we see like the the tall man. <laughs> that's a that's a big gamble, by the way. Yeah, like, right. Oh, this thing works like a tuning fork. That's <laughs> that I just found out existed five seconds ago. Totally. We see like the tall man as the sexy chick, like kind of like become paralyzed in some weird way as he's about to attack Jody outside. Yeah. And all this is because of the, because of Reggie, like stopping the, the vibrations or whatever. And then everything starts sucking and Reggie climbs out, that crawls out of the room and they all reconvene outside just as like the tall man comes back around and stabs Reggie. Uh, yeah. And, and it's, I thought Reggie was going to make it out for I sure. Guess it, like it's the girl laying on, it's the sexy girl and he comes yeah. to help her. And then it turns into the tall man and stabs him. It yeah. was a real like, oh man, I thought he was going to make it, you know? Which, yeah. Yeah. Which I, I guess I, he does, yeah. but it was like. For the, you know. for the moment, he's dead again. And uh, Mike and Mike and him are like, Mike and Jody are like, all right, we can't do anything for him. It's too windy. We got to get out of here. Isn't so they it? get out of there and go back to uh, the house. And mm-hmm. that's when they finally get their final plan where they're like, you go in barricade yourself or whatever and i'm gonna go up to the mine shaft or wherever this is and like prepare it so that we can get him to fall in the mine when they get when he gets there jody looks like up on the hill and there's this weird light and some rocks and then it cuts back to mike at the house like they don't really explain what what he's looking at with the light up there and then it goes back to mike at the house and the tall man is there and he breaks in through the window and he's like chasing him around boy he gets Mike gets into chase him through the woods. Like you were saying earlier, where it's like, yeah, he's just like running. They're just, which the tall man, like chasing you is pretty freaky. They get it. They end up ironically at the mine shaft where Jody is and tall man falls into the mine. And then all of a sudden, like these rocks start falling down on top of the, on top of the tall man. <laughs> yeah. And, then, and it turns out that's what Jody was looking at with the light. Yeah. He was looking at some like rocks up there to push down, which, these things are massive boulders, man. Yeah, it was a little, it was a little janky. And it was, I wish they would have established this hole or these boulders like way earlier in the movie. Yeah. You know, so it was like, oh yeah, those boulders are up there. Yeah. Or like, yeah, there's a hole down there that I can, there's yeah, a lot, a lot to come together all at once, you know. But then with, all right, so then this, this takes us to the end where they kill the tall man. It's all over. I don't remember how it, how the transition is from the mine scene with the boulders to mike waking up from and i he basically like looks up at mike he gives him like a thumbs up and then right, like, Mike's, jody's up there like we did it bro like that yeah and then and he then, wakes up and he's talking to yeah he's talking to um reggie so and, yeah and this is where we find out that it's all been a dream kind of and mike's like explaining to reggie like and that's my story and and that's what happened what my dream that's what happened that was the dream i just and reg is like man it's okay like it it was all just a dream you know that jody died what in like a car accident yeah he says jody died in a car accident parents are dead so it's like in reality reggie and mike are the only ones left and reggie being the good friend of the family and jody's has vowed to take care of mike they have their moment but looking back on backtracking to jody pushing the rocks and how like What's the word I'm looking for? It just seemed like looking, knowing that it's a dream at this point that Mike, that it's, it was all one of Mike's dreams. Looking back on that scene where Jody's up there and pushing the rocks 
and how convenient it was and how almost like it is almost dreamlike, you know, that, that it's just like working out that it all worked out. So flawlessly their plan and that Jody was able to push these giant. Boulders. Yeah. It was just like, we were just saying like, wait, come on. Like, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah. it does, it is very like dreamlike is a good, good word. It, it, and like, it just too, it worked out too, like perfectly. Yeah. But it, but it makes sense considering it was all a dream, which is weird. Which I was expecting to change like that. Like, okay. Like it, yeah, it was so weird. It was, it was a weird ending on top of a weird ending, you yeah, know, because then he was. goes in the room and he's like, man, I guess it was all a dream. And then the tall man like rips him through the mirror. And it's like, right. That's how it ends. Like, wait, what happened? Was any of this real? Like what, 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 what is this? Totally. And you that's know? why, that's why I want, and people, I don't know, people listen to this. I'm guessing have seen these. And I know there's people out there, you know, this, these movies have a huge fan base, but I'm sure it's explained or at least like fleshed out a little more. I'll bet the there's sequels. more, there's more lore, yeah, later, you know, exactly. in later movies. Like I'm, I'm sure they establish, like they explain more, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, I definitely want to watch those and then maybe revisit in like, what'd you watch next episode or in a couple episodes, uh, like where this went. Like the, yeah, idea, I, the idea of like it being the, a dream or not being a dream or whatever. Yeah. A lot. Sometimes I'll pull up like the Wikipedia article and just get like a summary. And sometimes it's uh, better than the movie, you know? Yeah. I had seen this movie a couple of times before and always enjoyed it, you know, for what it was. I did. I did like it. It was solid. Like I wasn't blown away, but that I think that's only because there was a lot of hype around behind it. Not just from you. Like once I realized like, oh, there's a whole community. There's six of these fucking John Schnapp freaks out about them. Like, yeah. John Schnapp, dude rest in peace that dude was a huge huge fan of phantasm he i think he interviewed coscarelli when ravager came out or was on the set or something it had a lot like it was around that um, and i think he actually he might have even talked to angus scrim at some point i have to go I'm back that'd sure be, that'd he did. Be, i mean if he yeah could, that, you know that'd be cool to go back and and check out when he was on collider talking about this stuff yeah. but uh but yeah i dig this movie i think the series as a whole is probably pretty solid uh, i watched all the trailers last night for the next movies and they look pretty dope definitely want to check those out uh what else what else we got next week well we got a big surprise next week for uh, okay so this is what we were talking about for next week for uh, next week is episode 50 of yes. the podcast big fifth big five oh so that's a big thing for us and then in a couple months we'll have our like one year i don't know what episode that'll be it'll be like i don't know probably around 55 or something like that yeah 60 but uh for episode 50 I have the letter Q, which is possibly the worst, worse than O, possibly the worst letter out there. <laughs> so we had the idea that we created this wheel of Kevin's wheel of what did you call it? Wheel of uh, yeah, options, options, <laughs> Kevin's wheel of options. We're going to try to put it into play for next week. And what we're going to do is we're going to do a special YouTube video in a couple days of us actually spinning the wheel and it'll be like a 10 minute yeah. or 15 minute video that we're going to put up on YouTube on our YouTube channel. And uh, you'll be able to see our pick and basically how the wheel works is it's got six or eight categories that, ha that don't have anything to do with horror. Uh, so we're going to, it gives us a chance to step outside of our horror wheelhouse. Yeah. Cause Q sucks. Do something and... different. And Q is just like terrible. There's yeah. There's nothing. So that's the only time that we'll ever use this wheel is when we're just stuck. Yeah. Uh, and well, you know, yeah, but yeah, we'll have more details next week and yeah. it'll be good. It'll be cool. Definitely. So we're going to do that. We'll spin the wheel. 
land on a category, have a handful of movies for every category and uh, pick a movie from there. It'll be stuff like robots, Christmas, I don't know, Thanksgiving movies, who knows what is going to be on the wheel. So we're going to do that. Look for that video in a few days. We'll post that. And that'll be what we're doing for episode 50, something different. In the meantime, if you want to get a hold of us on social media, you can find us uh, Instagram, Twitter at death by podcast. If you want to support the show directly, oh, also the YouTube channel, just look for death by podcast. We're building that up. Got some stuff on there. So yeah, go check out YouTube. If you want to support the channel directly, patreon.com slash death by podcast, where we have our second bonus podcast, boob tube TV, where we talk about a vintage uh, horror TV show. We, this week we did tales from the crypt keeper, the Saturday morning cartoon from the nineties. That was yep. fun. That was a lot of fun. And I think that's about it. Thank you all for enduring my sickness. <laughs> you and did my, it, man. That's my uh... voice. I did it. I'm glad we did it. I didn't want to miss it, but whew, I'm exhausted. Uh, I am your host, Adam. That is your other host. Kevin. It's Miller time. It was a good one. Considering what, what the Patreon one was. What you got, yeah, Kevin? Right. Anything? You got anything? Perfect. It's good stuff. All right, folks. Be safe. Stay healthy. Eat your vegetables. And we will see you next week for episode 50. Goodbye. Goodbye.